0: Welcome folks, welcome to a special edition of Sunday Drivers. We are talking about the Truck Series playoffs. I am Dan, joined alongside by Linus. Linus, how are you doing?
1: I'm good, man. A bit knackered from doing a 24-hour sim race, but other than that I'm pretty good. How are you?
0: I'm I'm doing all right, man. i uh, pretty excited to talk about the Truck Series. I you know, one of the more exciting series in NASCAR uh, at least in previous years, but uh initial thoughts like in terms of who do you think is going to be the champion this year
1: um well like I've said before Sane Smith you know has been the outstanding guy this season going into the season I thought okay John Hunter Niemicek basically going to walk away with the championship here but he's obviously not performed uh like I think everyone including himself expected to um and unless they can knock off a couple of wins here already in the first round, I don't really see him winning the championship. But then again, all you need to do is make it to the final four. Right. And you could be the champion based on circumstances alone. You don't even need to win in a race. Um, but Zane Smith is definitely my favorite, at least to get into the final four.
0: Yeah, uh, Zane Smith is mine too. But going through the stats, I think my dark horse pick will be Ben Rhodes uh just because he hasn't had the best season so far but he still has eight stage wins and we're coming up the tracks where he's very the first round is tracks where he's very good at but uh aside from all that let's break down the the point standings or at least what drivers we have going into the playoffs Let's start at the top first, Zane Smith. You're just talking about him. He has three wins so far this year at Kansas, Daytona, and Coda. Nine top fives, 13 top tens, seven stage wins, and leads the series in laps led with 347.
1: Yeah, he's, I mean, he's dominated this year, uh, pretty much always running up front, and 13 top tens in 16 starts. Mm-hmm. Uh, no dnf's as well which is really important going into the playoffs because even if you're not running up front every single point that you can score uh will be important and obviously by winning the regular season he gets another 15 points to add to those uh three wins and seven stage wins putting him 15 points clear at the top so uh he's probably going to walk through the round of 10 i think he's going to have a I mean it is never easy but I think it's going to get through the round of 8 without much problem as well and make it to the final the championship four but you know one bad race and those 37 points are just you know gone.
0: Right. And I mean I think he has the key though he is consistent. I mean he's finished second to or second or third to a bunch of the uh the part-timer guys coming down from the upper series he's only really lost because of those guys coming in um we saw him strong at road courses mile and a half and of course he has a speedway win too
1: yeah and i mean he's he's been crashed out twice but from what i remember he finished those races finished outside the top 30 obviously but you know finished the races and since then, he only has, or other than those, he's only got one non-top 10, and that was this past week, obviously, again, from having issues. But, you know, he's uh, he's always performing. He's always up front. He's got a bunch of second and third place finishes as well. So um, even if he doesn't win any of these first rounds or races in the first round, I think, you know, he's still going to be up front and score enough points to be secured through by the time they get to Kansas which is the third race, so.
0: Right, and of course, in second place, we have Chandler Smith, fresh off the the win yesterday at Pocono, and he also has another win at Las Vegas. Uh, pretty consistent year, seven top fives, 11 top tens, two stage wins, and 145 laps led. It, uh, it looks like Chandler is starting to get fired up going into the playoffs.
1: Yeah, yeah. Had a couple of races here coming up towards the playoffs where he uh, had some issues, but sixth at mid-Ohio and now obviously won yesterday. Um, so with his first win being at Vegas, that should pump him up for Kansas. I mean, they're not really the same, but still two mile and a half kind of cookie cutter track, so uh, that could definitely help him there, but with the cushion that he's going to have in points, he's still 15 points behind St. Smith, but still 22 bonus points uh, compared to the guys at the bottom which who have like two and one so uh still a good points cushion there and with the momentum he's carrying especially from the results now at Pocono I think he's uh he's got a good chance to go far as well
0: yeah plus he has a KBM power behind him too so yeah I, looking
1: at the manufacturer Toyota has been dominating this season with seven of the ten trucks in the playoffs so He's got that going for him as well, which is one thing that St. Smith doesn't have, but it seems like they're putting all the money in one car rather than seven instead.
0: Yeah. And that also means that Zane Smith doesn't have really very many friends out on track too. And that, I mean, they'll kind of play at Talladega, but then again, you know, Zane Smith got pushed to the front by Parker Klingham and Daytona. So who knows what's going to happen there. Ben Rhodes, speaking of Toyota, uh, the what reigning champion from last year, uh, only one win this year, Bristol Dirt, uh, five top fives, nine top tens, eight stage wins, 224 laps led, one DNF has not been incredibly consistent.
1: Yeah, he looked really strong at the start of the season. Obviously, he had a 31st place finish at Vegas. But other than that, he had a win in five top fives after six races. And since then, he's not finished in the top five ones. He's had an eighth and a few 10th place finishes. So looking at the early part of the season, I thought this is definitely going to be a favorite to go back to back. But looking at the last like 10 races, I am not too sure. He's going to need a... A good result here to kick off the first round uh lucas oil it's a short track, so that could help since uh you know he's pretty good at short tracks, and then Richmond after that, but I mean, I think for obviously the round of ten he's gonna get through, but for him to get into the championship four, I think he's still riding the wave of the start he had to the season with the win and the bonus points right, so if he uh if he doesn't get his momentum up, I don't really see him going into the to the final four, unfortunately.
0: Yeah, that's one of those things like he does have eight stage wins, but like you said, that's at the beginning of the season, and that that's a big factor too. If he can if he can just check off stage wins and get points, that will help him, but I don't know. Uh yeah. Their mile-and-a-half track program really hasn't been there this year. So he could be a dark horse, but the way it's looking right now, he'll probably fall out of the top four. Speaking of inconsistent drivers and failing to meet expectations, John Hunter Nemechek only has one win this year at Darlington, seven top fives, 11 top tens, three stage wins, Uh, One DNF and 188 laps led. Definitely not where we thought John Hunter to be at the start of the season going into the playoffs.
1: No, I think everyone, including himself, expected him to be where St. Smith is and then some. Yeah. Um, But, you know, he started off the season with a 24th, a 25th, and a 24th through getting taken out and stuff like that because he won both stages at Daytona to start the season uh won a stage at atlanta and then obviously bounced back and had a bunch of good results won darlington and he's had consistent you know top 10 finishes but he's not won a stage since atlanta which was race number three of the season he's got a win at darlington since then but not a single stage win since then um again i think he's good enough to get into the final four um but he's going to need something extra because there is, you know, it's just too close. He's going to need those bonus points uh, to make it into the final four, I think. Uh, but then again, you know, Homestead could be a good track for him.
0: Well, I think he's one of these drivers that is really going to benefit from the first three races of the playoff. He's a, he has proven that he knows how to drive Richmond. He won the spring race at Richmond last year he finished second in the Xfinity race. So he has a good understanding of that track. Uh, I assume he's going to be good at IRP, Lucas Oil. And then he's he's been good in the past that mile and a half. So I think he can get himself a win and secure him and secure himself a spot in the round of eight. And then he can probably get a win in there. I I don't see why there's no reason why he couldn't be a strong contender
1: in the final four. Yeah. I mean if he if he can get a win, another win here, because it's been a while, you know, his, he it's just gonna kick off for him. He's gonna keep doing well. But I think he needs some sort of a momentum builder to show that he can not only run up front, but he is able to win these races that he expected to win. Uh saying that, you know, he is in one of the best trucks out there. So he's definitely got the equipment. Um, It's just a matter of getting that first win. And if he can win in the first round of the playoffs, he's going to be very dangerous all the way to the championship race.
0: Absolutely. And like I said, I think he has a very, very good shot for winning winning Richmond, you know. Um, another, Another dark horse in this playoff, Stuart Friesen. He only has one win this year, six top fives, nine top tens, one stage wins um 124 laps led and one dnf but he's a guy that is inconsistently good like he either runs up front or he's in the back you know what i mean but he's shown he's he's shown he can win at phoenix uh he's good he's been good at the mile and a half this year and he's a short track guy so i think he has a shot to make it out of the round of eight as a as a decent contender
1: yeah, round of eight, probably for sure. Um, if he's going to go into the final four, though, it's going to take him a win at either Bristol or Talladega. Uh, not sure about Homestead, but, you know, he could figure something out there. He, he got his win this year at Texas, so.
0: Yeah.
1: Homestead in Texas obviously isn't the same, but he's uh, he's been here long enough to be good at all sorts of tracks. Uh, but for him to go into the final four, I definitely think it's going to take a win in the round of eight. Uh, yeah,
0: he's definitely going to need to pick up his momentum. And I, like I said, we got short tracks coming up. Uh, so that might benefit him. But, you know, the round of eight's a crap shoot with Talladega being in there. So who knows? Um, if he turns it on, I think he has a shot, but he's probably just going to make it to the round of eight. And that's about it. Now, uh, Christian Eckes, not really uh, having a decent season, not really a strong season. No wins. Uh, seven top five, six top tens. One stage win. Only 77 laps led. But here's the big one, two DNFs.
1: Yeah, this is a very, very tough one. Again, you know, I think uh, he's going to go through the round of, ten, uh, round of 10, into the round of eight, Um, but obviously going to need uh, need some luck. He's got momentum from that stage when he got at Pocono now, but finished the race in eighth place, which is uh, not really going to do in this field. I mean, if you finish eighth all races, you're going to advance, but um. He's going to need more top fives, I think, at least if he's going to go into the final four. But I don't really see him doing that. Of course, unless he gets a win. He could win Talladega, for example. Right. Um, But, yeah, I I think round of eight is as far as he's going to go. He doesn't have that many bonus points. Only one stage win, like you said. Um, Got the rest of his bonus points from being higher up in the standings. But I, I just don't see him going into the final four unless there is a massive crash somewhere that takes out all the other guys or he gets you know a win somewhere Uh, he's definitely good enough to do it but
0: or all of a sudden they find the missing piece and start tagging off top five stage wins i don't i don't see him making it out of the round of eight uh but who knows uh this whole thing is just a crapshoot. i mean Matt Crafton won in 2019 without winning a single race in two years. So yeah. you never know. Um, up next, uh, the next guy I think is the fan favorite, um, Carson Hosovar. Uh, of course, no wins yet. Uh, six top fives, nine top tens, two stage wins, 200 laps led, but two DNFs this season.
1: Yeah, he's uh, He's been running great, in my opinion. Like he, The results isn't really showing. He's been involved in quite a few things. Uh, but to me, it feels like he's been performing well and he's got three straight top fives, which is definitely going to be momentum for him. Um, if he can keep that going, I don't see why he couldn't make it into the Final Four. But again, I think it's going to take something to happen to someone else or for him to get a win to get in the Final Four. Uh, but him definitely going in uh, into the round of eight. I know I'm filling up my round of eight pretty quickly here, but you know, it's whoever doesn't make it to the round of eight is going to be whoever crashes out in my opinion. Uh, I
0: I think the, the next two drivers we're going to talk about are, are going to be the guys that aren't going to make it past the round of 10. I think the round of eight's where it's going to get interesting, but neither Grant Effinger or Matt Crafton had had great years. I, Grant has three top five, seven top 10s, no stage wins, 30 lap leads, and two DNFs. Um, Hasn't had a great season. I like the driver, but he has not been consistent at all.
1: No, it's been very up and down. Um, Didn't start out very well, then had a few top 10s in a row. Uh, But over the last six races, he's had an eighth place finish, a couple of 11th place finishes, so... I don't really see it happening. Uh, he could, I mean, he could find good speed somewhere, have a decent result and look himself onto the round of eight. But if he gets to the round of eight, it's definitely going to stop there. Um, so
0: I think for him to advance, because yeah, even if he starts picking up top tens and stuff like that, like everybody else in the playoff is so incredibly, consistent this season that he'll he'll he needs to win to make it out of this round i think
1: yeah that's uh that's i think the only way unless he you know can run up front consistently but he's not done that all year long so i don't see that happening in the playoffs when everyone else is at the top of their game you know he's gonna need something to happen if he's gonna make it anywhere in the playoffs unfortunately for him
0: yeah same with same with matt Crafton. we have one top five and eight top tens no stage wins i think he only led six six laps because of a pit strategy and he has two dns
1: yeah um i'm I, I don't really know how long he's gonna stay in the truck series but he's uh when he won the championship he didn't win a single race like you said uh He's not ran consistently in the top ten this year either, so I don't really see Crafton going through the round of ten at all. You know, unfortunately, because I I like the guy, but yeah. he's just not performing this year, and I don't know what it is.
0: And uh, I just got a test message that I messed up. Ty Majesty, what about Ty? I completely f- skipped over him. Uh, he. He has a, had a quietly consistent season. Uh, seven top fives, top ten, ten top tens, one stage win, 35 laps led, and zero DNFs. I, I think he has a shot at playing a spoiler, uh, but I do think he's gonna, it's going to have to involve him getting his first win.
1: Yeah. I mean, Ty is my guy for my racing. So obviously I have to like him whether I liked him or not, but uh, for this being his first full-time year, he's been doing pretty well, obviously not had a win yet. And it's been a bit up and down, uh, but he's had some good results recently had three straight top fives, then a 12th at mid Ohio, which is a road course, which we're not going to see again. And then seventh yesterday. So uh he's been doing well at all kinds of tracks as well. Uh, I. Could see him in the round of eight, but round of four—I mean, the final four—it's going to be hard for him. But Talladega is a track where he could show up. Bristol is a short track; it's going to take some some aggressive driving there. um So, it, it it's kind of hard when he's not a full time driver. Uh, but he is unfortunately not part of my final four expectations. Yeah. But you know, with Talladega being in there, anything can happen. Uh, but he's definitely going to make it through to the round of eight, and he's going to be—he's going to be fifth or sixth, just below the cutoff line for the round for the final four. Unfortunately, um, but I, yeah, I think he should be happy with that, considering it's his first full year.
0: I yeah, I think the only way he gets into the round of four is if he wins at uh, one of the Bristol, Talladega, or Homestead. And that's the only way I think he has a shot.
1: Well,
0: so we've, round of 10 is going to be two short tracks, IRP and Richmond Raceway, and then the mile and a half, Kansas. Um, I don't think we're going to see any surprises in this round of 10. A lot of the guys in the top four or five of standings are really good at short tracks. And then, of course, the point leader right now, Zane Smith, is the defending winner uh at Kansas and he's shown a lot of speed at mile and a half this year.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, Crafton could play spoiler at either of those races, but unfortunately, you know, like you said, I don't think we're gonna see many surprises. Uh, at least the top eight in the standings is gonna show up at all these races and I think they're going to win at least two, possibly all three of them, because, you know, no cup drivers being allowed since it's the playoffs, which is a big thing as well, which is one reason some of these guys don't really have a win yet. So uh, this is a good opportunity for some of these guys to get their first win now that there really isn't a cup driver that could beat them to it. Um, but yeah, I don't think we're going to see any surprises. These uh, these 10 guys are going to be all within the top 15 in all these races, I think. Um And um, the cutoff after Kansas is probably not only going to be a few points. So stage wins, stage points, and just finishing, even if you get taken out, is going to be so important.
0: I think you brought up a good point about uh, the cup guys not being allowed into the playoff races, because like I mentioned earlier, Zane Smith probably would have won at least three, three more races if you didn't have part-time part-timers racing in the series and I think it's a possibility we might just see how dominant Zane Smith actually is as soon as this opens up. But, you know, I'm not – Zane Smith isn't, you know, a huge short track driver, at least not that I can think of. But Kansas, I I mean, I see him winning that again because he, he's been consistent at all the mile-and-a-half this year and unless there's a a big change in his team I don't see that changing
1: no I mean with him being the only forward as well he's definitely going to have the help you know from Ford that he needs um so unless something happens to him and he still got that cushion to make it through to the round of eight pretty easily Uh, but then he's going to have that cushion again going into the round of eight so He's uh, he he's good enough. He's gonna be up front, but if he can win Kansas, I think he's gonna win his way into the final four anyway.
0: Yeah. Um. Plus, I think, I think Ford is gonna back him a hundred percent. Like get him on all the simulator time. Make sure he has everything he needs. Because it's been a while since Ford has won in the truck series, hasn't it?
1: Um, I think so. Yeah. Um. Uh, i'm not that in uh, yeah it's focused on the manufacturers in the truck series I just like watching it and remember who wins it but right can't really remember the manufacturer when when they won last time um but it's uh i think it's been quite a while Mm because the last few years toyota has been dominating that series and then especially since Kyle bush came in
0: and then uh Brett Moffitt won the championship in 18, and that was with the Toyota. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. been a while. Um, round of eight, we got three different tracks. Uh, Bristol, uh, which is always a madhouse in the truck series race, especially this race. Uh Talladega, which is anybody's to win, and Homestead uh Miami Speedway. Uh what a What do you think
1: we're going to see in the round of eight? Well, um, we run the risk of having Bristol being worse than Talladega in case of, in terms of crashing. And, you know, if there is a wreck up front for the lead late in the race, there is no telling how many playoff contenders is going to be in that wreck, you know, and that could be where Ty Majewski or Carson or someone finds their way into the final four, you know, they wreck up ahead and. Six or seven guys get taken out and he gets all the points that day and that could, could be enough. And then obviously Talladega, um, but making it through Bristol and Talladega without wrecking, if you're in that round of eight, that is, that has to be your main objective because Provival. if you get taken out in either one of those or both, you might be in a must win situation at Homestead unless you know, all of them get taken out at once. Cause, uh, this is not going to be an, an easy round for anyone especially with both of these races in that round so whoever whoever looked at the truck series and said hey let's put bristol in this round and hey let's put Talladega in there as well either he must want all the playoff teams to go bankrupt or he's just looking for entertainment because this is going to be this is going to be a crazy round for sure
0: absolutely um yeah i think we're going to see the the eight playoff drivers just kind of duke it out. Uh, I mean, Talladega is anybody's race to win. But Bristol, if you're running second pretty close behind, you know, the leader, you're going to take them out. Uh, Anything can happen there too. But once we get to Miami, I think that's going to benefit guys like, um, you know, Zane Smith, again, we keep mentioning how he's, Really good at mile and a half, But Chandler Smith uh, and John Hunter Niemicek, I, I think if they make it through Bristol and Talladega without a win, I think they're going to be very dangerous at Homestead. Plus, we're probably also going to see a lot of crazy strategies at Homestead uh, just of guys desperately trying to get the win.
1: Yeah, definitely. Uh, that all depends as well on who gets the wins at Talladega and Bristol. But if say Majeski and Hosovar wins those two races, there's just two more spots for St. Smith, Chandler Smith, Ben Rose, Hunter Niemicek. Right. You know, only two of those go through if that's the case. So they're going to throw the kitchen sink at it, trying to do whatever they can to win that race. And it might end up in another shit show come the end of the race because it's for a spot in the final four. Um, but either way, I think this round is going to be outstanding and definitely worth to watch all three races of it um, i'm just happy i'm going to be there to see one of those races cuz it's going to be uh, it's going to be hectic coming to that checkered flag
0: well the the talladega truck race always is too <laughs> um, yeah i i think it's going to be a crapshoot i mean i want to say zane smith is going to keep his nose straight through all this but no idea uh, i mean they just replaced uh, Martinsville with Bristol, two short tracks where anything can really happen. So, uh, Phoenix, I uh, who who do you see right now? Who do you see being in the final four?
1: Well, I mean, like we just said, Bristol and Talladega, <laughs> but yeah. uh, based on performance over the season and momentum, I'd say Saint Smith and Chandler Smith. Uh, John Hunter Nemacek, you know, he, he's not had the best of seasons, but it's the playoffs. He has experience, so he's going to come through. And then that fourth one, I don't know. Ben Rhodes knows how to get it done. Uh, if Ty Majeski gets that first win, he's going to be dangerous. So it's, it's, it's just really hard to tell. But Smith, Smith, Nemacek, and then. Yeah. I, I'll say Majeski, just for the heck of it.
0: I. I mean, I'm about the same as you. I think it's going to be Smith, Smith, uh, Nemec, but I think Josevar is going to get his first win, and I think that's going to carry him to the playoffs.
1: The only reason I really want to see him at home at uh, Phoenix is to see what kind of hat he's going to put on.
0: Absolutely, could you imagine <laughs> a gigantic foam crown?
1: What? Yeah. He's yeah. probably got something something planned for it anyway. That's uh, that's going to happen.
0: Well, that's that's a fairy tale season. Breaks his ankle, keeps you know finishing second, finally wins and then wins the playoffs. But I think that's that's a very long shot. I I think the, the contenders here, Zane Smith and Chandler Smith. I mean, they're they both been consistent. Uh, their stats are only off in terms of top fives and top tens by two uh two races it's anybody's to win but i see it going to the smiths
1: yeah and once we're there i mean chandler smith won the race last year so uh, obviously not in the championship battle back then but still he's he's won there before so he knows how to get it done around that place um and if he's got a championship online, he won both stages as well. So it's not like it was a fluke win either. He dominated that race. And if he's there racing for a championship, I don't see why that couldn't happen again.
0: Right. Absolutely. Um I this is the first time in the past couple of years that I can remember that at least what we think is gonna be the round of eight, it's gonna be very competitive.
1: Yeah, I mean. It's uh usually we have a couple of guys, you know, running away with it. Yeah. But it's uh like you know, Ty Gibbs winning a bunch of races in a season. But it's uh it's not really happened this year. It's just been so many guys up there all the time. Obviously, not all had wins. Uh because there are so many other guys outside of the playoff that has wins who are not allowed to be in the playoffs for obvious reasons, but it's um uh, it's it's very competitive and i think it's more guys capable of winning the championship this year or having a good chance of doing it than i think we've seen in a, quite a lot of years in the truck series and i think that is very good for the future they only need to you know take a step back and stop breaking each other and if they can just do that i think the truck series could be great over the next few years
0: exactly um well that's uh that's I think that's it for the playoff episode. Do you think I left anything out?
1: Don't think so. Now okay. that we brought up Ty Majewski.
0: yeah, <laughs> I can't. I don't know why I did that. I just completely skipped over him, but I'm not going to skip over him for the round of eight. <laughs> um, thank you, everybody, for listening to us. Uh, we will have a regular episode out this week where we break down Pocono. So far, we've had some decent racing. Who knows what the uh, cup race is going to bring today, but thank you so much for listening uh, and have a good rest of your day.